You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to The Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Friday on which we now know that we will not be in the Champions League next season. Manchester United beat Chelsea 4-1 last night in what was a very strange game, but who cares? 4-1, three points for United, and that's all that really matters as far as we're concerned. So United will be group stage fodder in the Champions League next season, and we will be in the Europa League ourselves in Brighton, confirmed into the Europa League. Uh, Jürgen has rambled on with some nonsense Today, about how European nights at Anfield are still a thing, it's just not the same, though, is it, really? Like, you know, you're not getting the same buzz from, I don't know, a group stage game with Ajax or Napoli as you will with a group stage game with some team from Kazakhstan. You're just not going to get the same type of atmosphere. It doesn't mean the same to the players. It doesn't mean the same to anybody. It's an embarrassment that Liverpool are in the Europa League next season. It really is. This season has been a catastrophic failure. And there's no other way to look at it. An unmitigated disaster, largely perpetrated by Jurgen Klopp. This is his fault. And he has a massive summer ahead of him and a massive season ahead of him next season. Because if he doesn't turn this around, he's going to have to go. Because that's two really, really poor seasons from three. And people can make all the excuses they want about injuries and luck and all the rest. Every other club has injuries. Liverpool's issue was never injuries. It was a lack of planning. It was a lack of ambition. It was a lack of willingness to turn the squad over. A lack of willingness to sit down with certain players and say, look, it hasn't worked out. It's time for you to leave. Nabi Keita and Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain leave this summer on free transfers. Two players 
that we spent £87 million on. £87 million. And we let them leave for free. Ginny Wijnaldum was allowed to leave for free. Emre Chan was allowed to leave for free. Moreno, Lalana, all of these players were allowed to leave for free. All of those players should have been pushed out the door a year earlier. Because why are you keeping them around if they're not going to sign a new deal or you're not going to give them a new deal? The only ones you could make real cases for, for allowing leave on a free, Bobby, because he deserved the right to choose when, when he left. Maybe Ginny, to be fair, for the same reasons. And Milner, because no one was going to buy him. But Milner should have left three years ago. Divock was allowed leave on a free. We could have got good money for Divock in the summer of 2019 after his exploits in the European Cup. Instead, we gave him a new deal. He didn't perform to it. And we just let him sit there, collect his wage, and we let him leave on a free. It's an absolutely abysmal way to run a business. It's an abysmal way to run a football club. It's the type of thing we would laugh at United for doing. Jürgen made other strange claims in his press conference today. He said that no player impressed him more this season than Fabio Carvalho. Now, I find that to be very strange. In fact, I will just go flat out and call that bullshit. <clears throat> Fabio Carvalho arrived in the summer for five million with some add-ons. Jürgen says he arrived with huge expectations. From who? Who had these huge expectations for him? Certainly not the fan base. Fan base just viewed him as another young player who might develop over time. Maybe Jürgen had huge, huge, huge expectations for him. Maybe. Up until the away defeat to Nottingham Forest, he had played in every league game, all 11 of them bar Arsenal where he was on the bench. He played against Rangers in the Champions League. Played the full 90. And he looked like he was going to play a regular role. At that point, he played, I don't know, in and around 500, probably 400 minutes. In and around that. Since then, since then, he's played 200 minutes in all competitions. Two hundred minutes since the twenty second of October, and you were impressed by him. This is this is what happens when you're impressed by him: is that he gets two hundred minutes. I wonder what would have happened if he hadn't been impressed by Fabio Carvalho. How few minutes would he have played then? And of those 200 minutes, 185 of them came in the domestic cups. 
of those 200 minutes, only eight of them have come since the 17th of January. Eight minutes since the 17th of January. He played two minutes away to Bournemouth and six minutes at home to Leicester. In between those, we played nine games. He was on the bench and didn't come on for five of them. He wasn't even on the bench for four of them. Prior to that two minutes versus Bournemouth, he hadn't been seen in the league since the 12th of November, where he played three minutes against Southampton. So in the league, he's played 11 minutes since the 22nd of October. Just consider that for a second. He played one minute against Real Madrid. He got three minutes against Napoli. But this is someone he's been impressed by more than anybody else. Such utter, utter horseshit. There is a piece here on This Is Anfield about Romeo Lavia, uh, young Henrold's has put it together. It's a very good read. Give that a chance when you are scrolling their website. Jurgen Klopp names six youngsters who could be part of the squad for next season. I mean, maybe they'll get to play nine minutes in a six-month spell in the league. Um, Ben Doak. Curtis Harvey. Carvalho. Connor Bradley. Luke Chambers, Owen Beck, Tyler Morton. Very, very strange. Very, very strange. None of them are going to play much of a role next year other than Curtis and Harvey, and Harvey will be used out of position. So, Jurgen Klopp not expecting early signings. Have the media not been telling us for months that he wants the business done early, and that's why... Loads of the groundwork has been done. Mo Salah came out last night on Twitter. I think on Instagram as well, but I saw it on Twitter. He did post it on Instagram and he said, I'm totally devastated. There is absolutely no excuse for this. We had everything we needed to make it to next year's Champions League and we failed. We are Liverpool and qualifying to the competition is the bare minimum. I'm sorry, but it's too soon for an uplifting or optimistic post. We let you and ourselves down. Do you know what? It was really nice to see a player come out and say that because that's what real leadership looks like, taking ownership of failure. That's what real leadership is. That's what someone setting the standards does, letting people know fourth, third, bare minimum, bare minimum for this club. The standards have fallen into the toilet. Last season, we almost won a quadruple. But the key word is almost. What we actually did was win a cup double and finish second and lose a Champions League final. And for many years at this club, that would have been seen as a bad season. It would have been seen as failure to finish second and lose a 
a European Cup final. But now, apparently, we're just all a bit spoiled because we think fourth should be the bare minimum. Now, because we don't want to become Wenger's Arsenal circa 06 to 2016 or whenever he left, now we're all spoiled. Oh, shout. Thankfully, thankfully we have Mo, who'll say it how it is. Latest Liverpool news, McAllister meeting, uh, TYC Sports, who are an Argentinian outlet, have been the ones to claim most notably that, you know, we have an agreement with Alexis. Uh, Lanashian, who are also an Argentine outlet, I think, have said that the fee would be somewhere around, or the wages would be somewhere around 100 grand on a five-year deal, and that the fee would be around 60 million. Um, TYC had said around 70 million. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like 55 and add-ons to 70, something like that. Uh, Kelleher, Firmino and two centre-back links. Ebola in Portugal have linked uh, Inacio from Sporting again. And Kicker, which really is a sack of shit, have said that Benjamin Pavard is somebody that we might look at. Benjamin Pavard, to be fair, would suit a back three. He'd be a fine squad player. Um, he hasn't kicked on at all since joining Bayern. It was really not the right move for him. Garrett Southgate has insisted Trent Alexander-Arnold has always been in his plans and hinted he could emulate his new hybrid role for England. Okay. Uh, congratulations to Ronell Young young Liverpool winger who has signed his first pro contract with the club. Blackburn director of football, Greg Broughton, insists Tyler Morton was selected on merit, not because of any clause in their loan deal with Liverpool. Um, There's been a fair bit of reporting that it was because of the clause or because of a clause, because they would have had to pay significantly more uh, for the loan if he wasn't playing, but who knows? Liverpool youngster pulls off world-leading feat in breakthrough season. Okay, so this is Connor Bradley. Uh, oh, so Connor Bradley this season has played four thousand seven hundred and twenty-three minutes which is the most for any teenager in world football this year. Um, about 100 minutes more than Zeno Debast of Anderlecht. 250 or so higher than Antonio Silva of Benfica. Uh, 400 more than Jude Bellingham. 480 more than Alex Scott. No teenager made more appearances than Bradley either. 
Although Andy Diouf, who's a really promising young player at Basel on loan from Rennes, he played 58 games this season, but he turned 20 before the 58. Um, only Allison played more minutes from players owned by Liverpool this season. Bradley was 48 in terms of minutes played across all age groups. Sorry, 43rd in terms of minutes across all age groups. 28th when it came to outfielders. And he still has two games left because Northern Ireland will play Denmark on June 16th and Kazakhstan on June 19th. And the the season doesn't officially end till June the 30th. Um... That's that's a fairly impressive, a fairly impressive dig from that kid to play that many minutes. Given it's his first real season, uh, you'd hope it doesn't have any knock-on effects down the line. But he was flying at the end of the season, so seems to be in in good shape. Um, Liverpool misses out on ninety-three minute threat, ninety-three million prize pot, but Europa League offers one overlooked financial boost. Um, Stephen Gerrard names star more talented than him as Liverpool knows one part of evolution if this is about Curtis Jones I'm just going to have to say that Stevie has been hitting the saucers it is about Curtis Jones Curtis is more talented than me in terms of technique no he's not in terms of dribbling ability maybe in terms of close control, definitely not. Uh, in terms of manipulating the ball, definitely not. He's a different type of player to me in that I was more of a runner, a passer. Curtis is more of an individual. Um, that's probably fair. You were quite the individual yourself, though, Mr. Gerrard. And Curtis Jones is not more talented than you, not even by a lot. And I, I like Curtis, but that is... That's just a that's just an ex player trying to be really nice to a current player. There's no way Stephen Gerrard actually believes that that's the truth. Liverpool interrupted Spurs' master plan as Daniel Levy returns to FSG Blueprint. I assume this is when we hired Ian Graham away from them. Harry Kane offered to Real Madrid and surprise swap deal as the parting Liverpool star approached. What is this garbage? Harry Kane. So this is according to some some dreadful outlet. Um, some Spanish radio station. Spurs <coughs> allegedly offered Kane to Real for Eden Hazard plus cash. If anyone believes that, they would want the head examined. Uh, Bobby Firmino has been approached by AC Milan. Bobby would look good in the AC Milan red and black, without question. Uh, Liverpool to get significant funds as 10 million FSG investment bench to mid LeBron James. Surprise. And uh, yeah, I assume I assume that is to do with Ian Graham. I can't be arsed reading through it though. 
Liverpool can forget Mason Mount as scouts just watched cheaper transfer alternative. The player I saw in the picture is Dominic Zabozlai, um, who's not only cheaper than Mason Mount, he is also significantly better than Mason Mount and more suited to the role that we seem to want to play him in. Um, Liverpool 87 million transfer target holds meetings, talks, advances. Fabinho says the squad is surprised. Uh, the talks were with Alexis and Fabinho says that Liverpool squad was surprised that Firmino left the club. Um, okay. Liverpool has cut price mount alternative as 50 million star can take Cody Gakbo path. Um, is this Urban Kaku? No, Mohamed Kudus. Mohamed Kudus. Uh, definitely wouldn't be against the idea. I think he could also be a great backup for Mo. I think he could fill that role quite well. Um, that's about all there is there. There's a few other bits and bobs you can have a quick glance at when you have time. Uh, Liverpool's financial outlook stable despite Champions League exit. That is put together by Mo. Uh, there's a scouting report on Benji Pavard from Dave Davis. Uh, Stephen Smith has written about Trent. Sam Thompson. Is it Th- Thompson? Yeah, Sam Thompson uh, has put together a piece about Fabinho. And then Tony Evans' weekly piece is up. FSG need to step up to the plate. Uh, it's, a, it's a good read. He's also had um, a little bit of a comment there about Mason Mount and drawing comparison to the Lou McCarry situation back in the 70s. And then he talks about Istanbul. So all of that is there. Do check all of that out when you get a chance. Podcast-wise, the new Scouted is up. Scouser Tommy's is up. I assume there's a rival recon coming today or tomorrow. I know Harry was looking for a guest, so I assume there'll be something. And uh, we'll have we'll have a bunch more. This weekend, we'll have Raw. We'll have the Nina show. So do check those out. Molby on the spot is coming tonight. So you have that one to look forward to as well. And that will do. Thank you all for listening. I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.